It is Thursday, 11-11, make a wish, 2021, uh, a friend of mine and his wife uh, had a baby a few weeks back, so big congratulations, and I sent off the, uh, you know, modern day standard congratulatory uh, text message. We had a nice, pleasant exchange. He sent some photos. It was very nice. Uh, the wife and I sent a gift, and my wife included a card. She fucking loves cards. I've talked about cards on the show in the past and how silly I think they are, but she loves them, so what can you do? Uh, he sent back a text to say thank you when he received said gift. And he mentioned that he hasn't read a single parenting book or article, but he has read uh, some blogs on how to roll out Star Wars to your child. Now, the impetus behind that is that we had sent some, uh, you know, Star Wars licensed baby gear. And of course, I was intrigued when he said this and, you know, he, he said he's all set. I go, oh, okay, cool. And he replies, quote, I mean, it's pretty, pretty basic stuff. Feed him, clean him, put him to sleep, end quote. I mean, wow. So I, I mean, I instantly replied that it was still way more work and responsibility than I'm willing to deal with or able to deal with. And that he's a better man than I. His, his follow-up is, quote, oh, it's a ton of work. But I don't understand how these books are more than one page. Eat, clean, sleep, repeat, end quote. It was the most perfect way to describe child rearing that I had ever heard. It was a very apt reply coming from this guy, but it was still so perfect. And I had a conversation with, uh, with my wife, uh, a handful, uh, maybe... A couple weeks ago, we were at breakfast, and there was a family of four, uh, two, you know, parents who did not look at all happy, either with each other or with their current lives, and then two rambunctious children, probably no older than five or six years old. And it struck me, it's like, when when... Couples decide to have children. How much time do they spend talking about it, right? How much How much time goes into the, where's the conversation when it's after, hey, do you want to have kids? Yeah. How much time and effort is put into it? Now, I'm sure that some people spend a ton of time on it. Others, and I dare to say most, do not. I don't know that for a fact because I don't have children. But, I mean, I've had those conversations, kind of, sort of, back in the day. You know, and for me, it was, okay, I need to sort of think about this and give it a bit more time and, and thought and effort and put it, which I don't do for literally anything else. But for this one thing, it was, okay, I need to figure this out. And it took years. But it makes me wonder how many couples... Just say, I love kids, I want to have kids, and then that's it. Hmm. All that and more on episode number 98. Listen, um, I know I've said this before, but holy shit, these high numbers are fucking brutal. 98? What am I supposed to do here? I mean, there ain't much. I was going to use 98 degrees, the... Contemporary American pop band featuring Justin Jeffrey. Maybe the Oldsmobile 98, which was the highest-end model of the Olds division of General Motors, until 1996 when it was replaced by the Aurora. Or Las Vegas Raiders defensive lineman Max Crosby. The only Max that I can recall that has two X's that probably wasn't a porn star. It's tough sledding out here on the hashtag road to 100. And trust me, you don't want this kind of burden.
That's all right here, right now, on Complaints and Observations. Still, the most less than average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room, when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity. Guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations. With Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Hello, hello. What is up? How are you? No, seriously, how how are you? Are you feeling okay? Physically, mentally? Is everything all right? Yeah? I mean, I care. I care about you. So I hope you care about you. All right? Look out for yourself. Between your ears and the rest of your body, too. Don't neglect that. All right? Yeah? Are you nodding your head currently? I sure hope so. Because I'm not fucking around here. I'm 100% serious. I care about your mental well-being. As one of the few that have chosen to listen to this bullshit podcast, I am legitimately concerned. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Greatly appreciated, as always. As I mentioned, this is episode number 98, and uh, we are getting to the end here, the road to 100. Next week is the Wayne Gretzky episode, so looking forward to that. Uh, And then there's going to be a bit of a break, because uh, I'm going away this Thanksgiving, going on vacation, road trip. So I'm going to take a break. And then try to figure out some festivities for the 100th episode. I think I'm going to do an Instagram Live. I think I'm going to do like uh, a Twitter Spaces, whatever the fuck that is. I'm going to do that. Might do a YouTube Live. I'm just going to do all these things to try to see how many people actually give a fuck. You know what I mean? And build up the social channels. Because... Want to be world famous podcast guy? Not really, no. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so a uh, handful of things to talk about this week. Not a nothing, uh, you know, super in depth as I've been doing lately. There's been a there's a couple things here that you know that I that I'll maybe dive into. I do have a wonderful voicemail uh, that I need to share from a. Uh, a long-time listener that I'm looking forward to sharing. Speaking of sharing, Associate Producer Dave sent a Twitter message. Well, he tweeted me, at ComplaintsPod. Is that how he say it? He tweeted me? I think so. Or he tweeted at me? Oh, fuck, I'm old. Um, <clears throat> he tweeted at me a story that honestly has been uh, swimming around in my brain all day today, and shortly after I read this fucking thing, um, Tuesday night. It's a woman in the uh, the nation, the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. She is 24 years old, okay? She and her husband have uh, 20, 20, I can't tell if it's 23 or 22 children, okay? I'm sorry, they, all right, they had, they now have 21 children. But they had 20 of them in one year via uh, surrogates. And of course, you know, this leads me to, 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Um, who in their right fucking mind would do that? That has to be expensive. Sure enough, all of that's true. I got a shit ton of nannies. 16 nannies to help pay, uh, to help take care of these kids. 16 fucking nannies. Which apparently, in the former Soviet Republic of Georgia, only costs 4,200 pounds because the all the articles I read are, are from English uh, websites. So, pounds. 4,200 pounds per week. It's fucking, this, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. Like, what, on what fucking planet is this, uh, I, I, I don't know, acceptable, normal? And when you look at the fucking pictures of these kids, oof, egads. Not, uh, not lookers, many of them. They look like they're from the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. Now, again, she's 24. Her husband is 57. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, this dude is twice this girl's age. What happens if something happens? Now, the man, the husband, apparently is a very wealthy guy in the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. But it's, you know, they have a, a three-story mansion. They use 20 large packages of nappies every week. I don't even know what the fuck that is. 53 packages of baby formula every week. I mean, it's fucking gross. Like, the whole thing is just gross. And I feel bad for these kids. These kids are going to be fucked up. Fucked up. I just... Uh, in, and she says that she wants to have more. She's like, oh, I, I got to take a break for now. And then I have more. You know, and at one point she says that she wants to have... 105 children. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. 105. It's the dumbest goddamn thing that I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I'm stunned by the whole thing. Absolutely fucking stunned. You know, and of course she's got a uh, a wildly popular Instagram page, 213,000 followers. I think I have 110. Granted, I don't have 23 babies to show off. Now put yourself in the shoes of the of the one child that was that was brought into this world naturally, which apparently this girl had when she was 18 years old. A lot of fucking weird shit going on. In the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. So they have a six-year-old daughter. I mean, she's got to be sitting around being like, what, what the fuck is this? How, how the fuck am I... How do I have 20 brothers and sisters now? Oh, it's just... It, oh, it pisses me off. It, Fucking parents, man. Fucking parents. Some of them just, like, I don't know. I just don't know. The whole thing is baffling. Quite frankly, I mean, I, I would be angry at Dave for sending uh, sending that over. I, I, I shouldn't say that. I should be angry at Dave for sending that over because it's, because it's driven me fucking batshit crazy for the last 24 hours. But it's definitely something that needed to be uh, reviewed and discussed, and I'm sure I'm sure I'm not the only one uh, with a with a microphone in front of them that has talked about this fucking lunatic 
of a couple. Lunatic. A millionaire and his wife in their former Soviet Republic of Georgia. I mean, what the fuck? It's like the picture of the, of the dad. It just says, you know, his name, Gallup. Gallup Ozturk is a millionaire businessman. Well, I mean, that that wraps it up. That's a nice, tidy little bow, eh? Yeah? I mean, what, what are we doing? <laughs> 22 fucking kids. Oh, God. Fucking parents, man. Another thing's driving me crazy. Which is basically the impetus of the program. Like, all just weird, dumb, nonsensical shit that, that makes me uh, a completely uh, unimportant, soon-to-be, well, basically middle-aged white guy. What is it with um, all these gambling companies throwing money around like crazy? Is anyone else getting incredibly annoyed? And it's look, it I have nothing against gambling. I think I have a, I think I have a problem with now US-based gambling companies. It's almost as if they've they've figured out that oh fuck, we are years behind the rest of civilized society, I guess. Uh, so we need to fucking catch up. So we're gonna we're gonna spend gobs and gobs of money on advertising, on uh, you know tie-ins. Just just we're gonna put ourselves out there so fucking much that people are gonna get sick of us. And it's like I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I think I've I may have reached my breaking point. The other day, there was a story about Caesars partnering with the Manning family. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's only currently one Manning playing football on any level. And it is Cooper Manning's son, Arch. Which, by the way, is a terrible name. I haven't looked to see if that's his given name or if it's short for Archibald or something. I don't know. But it's terrible. Just call the fucking kid Archie. It's fine. It's fine. But Arch, not good. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, what is... What's the benefit to Caesars to show the Manning family in ads or, or programming or whatever? I don't know. There's something there. I just don't know what it is. It's not that they're not entertaining. They are. I find them all entertaining. They, you know, for some reason, somehow, they're all pretty funny guys. And I'm not really sick of seeing them just yet, but I'm sure that's coming. I am sick of seeing all these companies just try to try to outspend one another on just about anything and everything. DraftKings. And I think part of my issue with DraftKings is that I've applied to work with DraftKings numerous times, and each and every time uh, I've been rejected for positions that I know I am qualified for. They're all just, you know, customer service, sales, all the basic shit that any idiot can do. I just happen to be one of those idiots. But every time I apply for something, I get shut down. I also had them as a client temporarily when I was working for Wayfair, and for whatever reason, they just they wanted nothing to do with this. I think I know why, because uh, the person who had it uh, before me uh, was much, much, much more attractive uh, than I am. So once that sort of went away, I have a feeling DraftKings was like, eh, okay, we're all done with that. We're all set with Wayfair. We don't need the fat, middle-aged white guy representing us at Wayfair. So we're out. But Wayfair's uh, wait, fucking a David shit. DraftKings is outspending fucking everybody, everybody. 
and boy, I mean, they can't they can't be turning a profit because they're not. It's not legal in. I think it's only legal in what fourteen states. I think fourteen or fifteen states. So I mean, maybe they're just making a shit ton of money off of um, the fantasy shit, or if that was just the starting point, and most of their money's going to be made on the actual gambling. Although I wonder if they, wonder if a big part of their portfolio is real estate. Could be. Hmm. I really thought of that. Because they've got offices all over the planet now. But, you know, DraftKings, FanDuel, Penn, uh, Wynn, William Hill, who I think is owned by somebody else, uh, MGM, now Caesars. It's all too much. It's just all too much. One of the best parts about going to Las Vegas is could, is that you could gamble, you could bet, you could make wages, wagers, wages, wagers on sporting events. Now you can fucking, I can go to New Hampshire, I can go to Rhode Island, I can go to Connecticut. Can't do it here though, because Massachusetts, very slow, puritanical and slow. That's Massachusetts. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, but fucking a, it's just it's enough. Enough is enough. You know, I don't I don't need it. Everybody knows it's there. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 bananas. And I juxtapose that with how things are in the UK. So I happen to be watching a uh, a soccer game last weekend on a UK television. I uh, I streamed it. legal. 100% legal. Stream from the UK. It was Sky Sports. And fucking almost every commercial was gambling related. Side note. In the UK, when they advertise a product and they say what the price is, they say $199. They do not say $199 or, or pounds or whatever. I found that very fucking odd. For example, when you watch a commercial and it's a Best Buy or something and they're advertising a new TV, $299. In the UK, it'd be like, this new TV from... I see, I can't even do it. That sounded Australian, didn't it? Oh, gross. Not not that Australians are gross, but my terrible impersonation was gross. Can't do it. But they would say, uh, new TV from Sony, now 199 what? Why? Is it like a, is it a trick? I wonder if there's some kind of law that says you can't, you can't say a price on TV. I don't know. Uh, the Brits have some strange laws when it comes to advertising. So maybe that's it. I should look into that. I've totally lost my train of thought. Fuck. Oh, but gambling uh, companies everywhere in the UK. I mean, it's literally in every corner. Maybe not so much anymore with the advent of, uh, you know, apps and whatnot, but it used to be almost like an off-track betting type of place, uh, you know, in, in, in New York City. But I, I'm just, I've grown so tired of it. And I've grown tired of the, uh, the tie-ins, like to the gambling tie-ins during pregame shows and shit. It's like, oh, well, you know, this guy, you know, they're plus 150 to do this or that. Like, it's not relevant. It's not relevant where I am. It's not relevant to a lot of other people. It's relevant to a small number of viewers. Yet, for some reason, they keep doing it because the gambling companies are paying for that to happen. And they're probably paying... A shit ton of money for it. But I've grown tired of it. And I can't be the only one. There's no way. There's no way that I'm the only one that's sick and fucking tired of fucking DraftKings. (laughs) Okay. Free ad time.
I'm currently eating November's cookie of the month from Top Shelf Cookies. The fat jackal pumpkin. It's fucking unbelievable. If you like cookies, do yourself a favor and go to topshelfcookies.com. There, you will find the website for Boston's Craft Cookie Company. They make the best fucking cookies you'll ever have. That is a personal guarantee from me to you. They also have a storefront now. 516 Galvin Boulevard, Dorchester, Mass. I don't say this because I'm a long-time customer. Nor do I say this because... Heather was kind enough to sell us cookies for our wedding. Nor do I say this because I kind of sort of worked for her for a couple of weeks. I say this as a middle-aged fat guy who loves cookies. And these are, without a doubt, the best cookies I've ever had. Topshelfcookies.com. Top Shelf Cookies, 516 Gallivan Boulevard, Dorchester, Massachusetts. Check it out. So there's a handful of other dumb things that I wanted to talk about before I get to the... Uh, you know, the second half of the program. This thing that happened in Houston with uh, Travis Scott, who I know very little about, uh, aside from um, the fact that he's put his penis into a Kardashian. Uh, you know, eight fucking kids. Eight kids. And I say kids because they're younger than I am, but eight people fucking died at this show. And it got me thinking, right? You hear about this every now and again. And the ones that happened years ago stand out for a variety of different reasons. But, you know, uh, the Who, I think it was in Cincinnati. And I don't even think it was eight people. I think it was less than that. Uh, is one. Um... It was the soccer one. Where the fuck was it? 96 people died in that one. That was kind of a different thing. But uh, then there's the Stone Show, and I think it was Altamont with uh, the, the Hells Angels providing security. That turned into a nightmare. But in this particular instance, you know, because it is, it's 2021, and we shouldn't be doing this shit anymore. You know, where you have uh, artists dictating... You know, security, basically. The story basically goes is that the police, the, the chief of police in Houston who knows this kid went backstage and said, hey, uh, you could have a problem here. And what did this guy do? Nothing. Went out on stage. As people were literally climbing up onto the stage to tell them to stop because people were getting crushed to death, the kid just kept fucking playing. Like, what on earth are we doing here? What are we doing? Cut the shit, dude. Like, no one's impressed. Your apology's bullshit. And apparently this kid kind of gets off on people getting hurt at his shows. Allegedly. Fuck, like, who, who in their right mind is going to support this guy now, moving forward? Like, what kind of fucking sociopath do you need to be if you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go see this guy? 
Yeah, his last show, eight people died. That's fucking great. Get the fuck out of here. Cut, you know, enough. Enough. And maybe it's maybe it's my, you know, uh, old aginess talking. But that's just fucking stupid. It, it's not, it's not needed. It's not, uh, it's not welcome. So don't, don't do it. Plain and simple. Same as like something I thought of the other day that really I haven't had a ton of time to kind of suss this out at all. So I'm just going to spitball it, which is probably going to suck because, you know, that's how the show goes. It sucks as I'm burping into the microphone. See? The concept of more, more of anything. (laughs) More of anything can be a problem, right? So more drugs, more alcohol, more women, more men, more power, more, I don't know, more anything. With the, with the sort of exception of knowledge, more knowledge, but even that could be troublesome, right? More of anything could be problematic. So if your whole life you're struggling and, and you think to yourself, okay, I need more money, right? Theoretically, you do. But now what happens if you if you start doing things that you probably shouldn't be doing in order to get more money? And that goes from for everybody. From the, you know, the common thief to the white-collar asshole. The search for more, the, the struggle for more. How often is it not worth the effort in the end, right? I don't know. If you, let's say you get, uh, you know, you're offered a job. And you're offered a lot more money. But you think to yourself, oh, I, I don't think I'll like that. I don't think that'll, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would want to do that. Or if I would be able to tolerate that or stand that. But the the lure of more money, the lure of more, that sounds stupid coming out of my mouth, right? The lure of more. There has to be a limit. And I think it falls on everybody. To know what your limit of more is. See, it's a stupid conversation. And, it, and why I'm even, <clears throat> why I even came up with it, I'm not, I, I wish I could remember why I wrote it down. But I don't. I should put some context into these things. But if you're struggling to get more of something, in the end, it may not be worth the effort. Right? You see what, do you follow me? Do you see what I'm saying? I think I'm saying something uh, rather, not rather profound. That's probably not the right way to put it, but um, I think it's something. I think there's, I think there's something here. The downside of more, because when when you put all your effort into in, into obtaining more of something, then you maybe you start. Other, th- other things start to fall by the wayside, right? If your main focus is is more power, now you're going to forget the little people. You're going to forget your family, your friends, because your, your singular goal is to obtain more power, more money, more something. And I wonder if it... You know, I, I think it would take away from being a productive member of society if your entire existence is based upon more, of having more, getting more, maybe being more. I don't know. That's what, that's why I said when I started, like I hadn't really spent the time to suss it out. I know what I, I'm, for the most part, I'm trying to say. It's probably sounding really stupid. But I think if you stop... 
and you think about it, right? Just stop, stop what you're doing, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't stop. Continue to drive. But when you're when you're done driving, stop, think about it, right? Think about the last time you said to yourself, self, I want more of whatever. What happened at the end of that when you got more? What happened? So if you're eating dinner, you thoroughly enjoyed your dinner. You think, you know, I would like some more. So you go up, you get seconds, and by the time you're done, you've eaten too much. You're out with friends, you're having a few drinks, and you think, I think I would like more. You have a few more. Next thing you know, you're fucked up. And the next day, massive hangover. You've ruined the whole day. I think that's kind of what I'm saying. There has to be a limit. There has to be a... You have to know your limits. And it goes for just about anything and everything. You have to know when to say when. Remember that fucking campaign? When... When to say, well, what was that for? Was that an Anheuser-Busch ad? I don't know. No when to say when. And what is the point of that? Why would you say when? Someone's filling your cup. Do you say when? And you say, all right. Or stop. Or that's good. Nobody says when. If someone says to you, tell me when, then maybe you could say when, but even then, you just say, all right. Or I'm good. Whoa, 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 okay, okay, okay. Nobody says when. I may have to start saying when from now on. So, so think about that. Think about it. Reflect upon yourself. Think about that in your own life. The times where striving for more uh, didn't have the intended result. And how often that happens. Because if I had to, to guess, and maybe it's just because I'm fat and I, you know, I know, for example, last I had dinner last night. Same thing. We went to the local Mexican restaurant. And I got halfway through my burrito and I knew that I was full. But nope, my fucking fat ass was staring at that other half of the burrito and I just went for it. And I felt like shit until probably noontime today. So, yeah, the downside of more. It really doesn't make a ton of sense, but I, you know, you know how this goes. If you've been, if you've listened to the show at all, you know how this goes, where I, I don't really know entirely what's going on or what's coming out of my mouth. I think this one makes a shred of sense, but literally just a shred. But yeah, just literally a shred. Thrilled. Once again, to have another voicemail uh, from a new caller this week. You uh, too, maybe not the band U2, but you two, but U Y O U T O O can also be on the show via voicemail 617-657-4736. You can call in. You can complain about anything. If there's something that's bugging you, uh, please share it with the world. Or with my four listeners. If there's uh, something that you need to get off your chest. Or something you wanted to talk about. That you don't think you can talk about with anyone else. There could be some things that you may not be able to talk uh, to uh, your friends about. There could be some things that uh, you can't talk to your, your colleagues or your coworkers about. And you just want to you know, get it off your chest. It, you know, it probably shouldn't be anything serious. But look, if you want to... Uh, have a serious discussion. I'm game. I'm game. Share it. Uh, yeah. So, check it out. Uh, yeah, Dave. Long time listener, first time complainer. And now, it's your old friend, AP. I know this is maybe a, a basic white guy, but here I go. You know, I work with people all across the world. I was talking to my, my partners in India in Europe, and I said, well, the time's changing, so we're going to have to make this meeting an hour later next week. They said, what the hell is that? What kind of a stupid way to behave is that? 
Do we really need it to be dark at 4 o'clock, Dave? Tell me. That's my complaint. God damn it. Huge thanks to AP. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, that is not uh, a basic white guy complaint. That is a basic American complaint. And a uniquely... No, it's not unique because the, the British do it too. They move their clocks around too. So your colleagues in India, you know, what, what did, do they not realize that the Brits do the same thing? Fuckers. I only know this because uh, soccer was different uh, the previous two weeks. Huh. Anyways, daylight savings time is a dumb fucking concept now. When it was first invented uh, back in the olden times, it was to say, you know, to create sunlight for, for farming and for agriculture. Now, it's not as if it's not done anymore, but, uh, you know, it's not, it's not the, uh, the preeminent, uh, employment for, for everyday people anymore. It's not. So it's no longer needed. The other thing that gets me, it's that Every time this happens, and it's been happening every single year for my life, I'm 43 years old. So for 43 years, this has gone on. The time, the, the fucking clocks change. Used to be in October. I think it was GW that moved it, right? I think. I don't know. I don't recall. But anyways, it happens every every year. Where all of a sudden, you know, the sun goes down at 4.30. Now, look, give it a few weeks, and it'll be closer to 5 o'clock before the sun goes down. But, you know, golly. Golly? Golly. Whoa. I just used golly. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, I'm so taken aback by that. Oof, golly. Oh, boy. That's terrible. <laughs> golly. Oof, I got to stop watching uh, Southern Comedians on, on Twitter. Golly. Where was I? Fuck. The, the complaining about, about the sun going down early. It's not a new thing. So, you know, you should be used to it. Granted, it's a bit jarring the first day. Only because, and I would say it happens at night when, you know, you, you start to feel, you, you typically go to bed 10, 10, 30, whatever, and 9, 9, 30 rolls around and your eyes are heavy. It's like, oh, fuck, what's going on? That kind of fucks up. But, I mean, like the sun going down or whatever. But, again, he's a thousand percent right. It's, it's, it serves no purpose anymore. I don't understand the point. Like time zones are one thing; they're necessary. But you know, daylight savings time. No. It, it, let's get rid. Of, let's be. Let's be sensible. Let's get rid of this, and let's go back to um. You know, standard time, Eastern Standard Time. Like, just, just leave the fucking clocks alone. We don't need it. And you know what the weird part about it is, too, is that there are some states that don't do it. I think it's like Indiana, Arizona, Puerto Rico. They don't fuck around with this shit. If, and, and it inconveniences those people more than anybody. Because now they're fucked. Like, their clocks are all screwed up. Imagine living there. It's bad enough you have to live in Arizona or Indiana. Puerto Rico, it's in the Caribbean, so it's pretty nice. But, I mean, fuck. Now your clocks are all screwed up? It's 100% legitimate complaint. Although, I'm, I'm failing to see how your Indian colleagues or your European colleagues... And, honestly, next time you call, Drew, you should have a... Like a truck horn in the background when you talk about your worldwide colleagues. And just fucking tooting your own horn, buddy. But you know what? You, you deserve it. You can toot your own horn. I'm sure you've worked very hard. But yeah, it's a legitimate complaint. 
So kudos to you. That's now see, that's a good complaint. See, oh, it's just wonderful. It's cathartic, right? At least, at least I assume it's cathartic. That's my assumption. I don't call my own complaint line. Maybe I should. Nobody else fucking uses it except for except for Andrew. Thank you. I think I've called him three names now. I called him AP, I called him Drew, and I called him Andrew. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. I'm terrible at this. All right, so before I get into three gripes, I wanted to intro a new uh, slice of the show here. Um, that, you know, hopefully I remember to do every week, but I probably won't because I'm an idiot. Uh, but I wanted to try to do a little bit, use, use this very small platform that I have, which is very minimal, uh, but try to do something, uh, decent for change. And so, uh, this week, uh, I want to introduce the, the charity of the show or the charity of the week or whatever, or just featured charity. I think probably the best way to put it, because I am going to forget to do it. <clears throat> but uh, first and foremost, the number one uh, charity or the first charity that we are going to highlight is supportthesoupman.org. Now, Support the Soup Man, uh, based in uh, West Bridgewater, Massachusetts, basically, um, as he states, or they state, their mission is to relieve the pain and suffering of the homeless experience by offering victims of homelessness dignity and hope. Uh, support the Superman's creed is to care, clean, clothe, connect, and feed the needs of the homeless. Our aim is to bring awareness of the plight of the homeless to communities and their leaders nationwide. When the misfortunes of the homeless are understood, positive and substantial changes can be initiated. Uh, basically, what he does is he uh, goes from you know area to area. It provides uh, the homeless with hot showers, a meal, a backpack full of essential toiletries, and some clean clothes. The goal is to provide, uh, to favorably impact the lives of the vulnerable population, restore their dignity, and give them some hope. Oh, it's honestly, it's great. And the guy is super nice. And I wish, again, I wish I could remember, uh, you, you know, the actual name of the gentleman, and it's going to kill me. I know his last name is Keller Urso, and I've referred to him as Mr. Keller Urso. Uh, his son, uh, Travis, uh, passed away back in 2016, um, lost his battle with addiction, and he died alone on the streets of Bangor, Maine. He was only 33 years old, and so that sort of was the impetus for him to start this charity to just sort of, uh, you know, try to provide a little something, a little bit of hope and a little bit of something to those in a similar situation. So supportthesoupman.org. There are tons of ways to get involved. You can become a volunteer. You can drop off things. You can make a donation. Uh, there's a GoFundMe uh, to basically uh, to give. But uh, check it out, supportthesoupman.org. Soupman, S-O-U-P-M-A-N, support the soupman, all one word, .org. Check it out. And because it is Thursday... It is time for three gripes. Now that we've done something serious and helpful, let's get back to the shit, shall we? Gripe number one. Arby's French fry flavored vodka. No. Just no. Gripe number two. When your name is the same as, as someone else, who's done something terrible or is infamous or is just shitty. That has to suck, right? I stumbled upon uh, a tweet or an article or something. It must have been a tweet. <clears throat> and uh, basically, it, <laughs> it led me to an article which was a very large thread started by someone by the name of Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, but not him, a 27-year-old clothing store supplier from Kentucky who was getting ravaged with hate tweets. So if if your name is the same as someone who sucks, 
I suggest changing your Twitter handle to something other than your name. Because you're going to get fucking destroyed. So this poor kid, Brett Kavanaugh, just tweets out, this is a terrible time to be named Brett Kavanaugh. And it was there was like a million likes and 175 things. This fucking article is like two years old, three years old. So it starts with like just all kinds of people. There's an Ann Coulter, an Alex Jones, uh, a Brock Turner, Sean Spicer, Mike Pence, Michael Cohen. Oh, there's so many. There literally is so many. And it's it's what a unfortunate place to be, right? Where your name is the same as someone who's just not that great, you know? And it got me thinking, okay, so like John Paul Jones, for example, the bass player for Led Zeppelin, same name as the first American naval hero, John Paul Jones. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And there's Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, who is a fucking raging shitbag. And then there's John F. Kennedy, the former president and philanderer of the United States of America. But boy, isn't that crazy? It, it, it's and it's all coincidence because you know obviously there's a bunch of bunch of last names that are similar in this country and a bunch of first names that are similar in the country. So you put things together and you know you happen to have the same name as someone who kind of sucks. And if that let's say let's say it's somebody really bad, like let's say there's like multiple Timothy McVeighs out there. Wouldn't you change your name? I don't know. How attached? How attached are you to your name? You know, I, I like my name, but if if it came down to it where my life was going to be infinitely easier or infinitely less less difficult because there was a Dave LaPointe out there that was kind of a prick or did something shitty and wasn't just a uh, former number four or five starter for a multitude of major league ball clubs back in the, in the eighties. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting question, huh? How attached are you to your name? Never heard that posed before. Hmm. All right. Hey, we came up with something different today, didn't we? Think about that. Here's another good one. Dave Thomas and Dave Thomas. The founder of Wendy's and one half of the of a strange brew with uh, fucking Rick Moranis. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, Grave number three: Instagram scams. I'm sure if you're on Instagram, you've probably seen this. Post a picture of your pet, and we'll plant a tree. You got to put the little fucking tag on there. And, you know, people have been fucking running with this thing. So I'm like, God, boy. what? When you see too many people doing it, that's when I start to say, all right, what, what's, what's going on here? So I, I Googled uh, Instagram plant a tree. And, of course, someone has already done the work. The gentleman on Twitter who ran a very, very long thread. Uh, essentially saying that this thing is a fucking giant bullshit bogus scam. Because, you know, it, it eventually will direct you to donate money or buy uh, necklaces, cheap, shitty necklaces that they claim, you know, the funds are going directly to planting a tree. This guy ended up tracking the company to a kid, a University of Florida student, uh, down in Florida, obviously, because it's, you know, the University of Florida, uh, who had another business that was, he called basically the Airbnb of parking. The company's basically called Parker, but it's spelled weird like all these other fucking stupid tech companies. And essentially, this guy was, you know, 
taking the the proceeds from this uh you know plant a tree business and uh you know pocketing the money apparently he's only planted about 6500 trees but it's like okay how do you plant trees think about it how do you plant trees probably a lot of logistical work involved right you can't just show up somewhere and just start planting trees it doesn't work like that you have to have a plan you have to put some work into it so if you're not busy and you're curious you should google it like just google plant a tree instagram scams and you'll you'll i think it's like the second or third result on google is this twitter thread and it's fascinating. This dude did a lot of fucking work. Kudos to that dude. And again, this would be very helpful if I had it up prior to talking about it, but I don't. So a word to the wise. One, uh, keep posting pictures of your pets because I like them and they're fun. And then two, don't fall for these dumb scams. If you see multiple people doing something on Instagram, there's probably a catch. There's probably a catch. I don't know what it is. I can't, you know, I can't explain all of it. You know, there's there's some things that I probably can't explain, but, you know, be cautious with this stuff. Because it's probably a fucking scam. Just like this program, just like it's just a fucking scam. That's not true. That's not true. However, you should go to Bonfire slash Complaints Pod to check out the store merch. I make nothing on these shirts. Nothing. I think I make a couple bucks on the coffee mugs, but the coffee mugs are fucking terrible. The picture came out awful. <laughs> Bonfire.com slash complaints pod. Check it out. Uh, otherwise, that's it for the program. Listen, uh, as always, you've just been just fucking dynamite. And I, I really do hope you're doing okay. And, you know, if you want to talk, 617-657-4736. Call in. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what's wrong. And, 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 I'll, and I'll do my best to kind of... Steer you in the right direction, all right? Yeah? All right. Good talk, pal. Um, I have a Twitter page, at ComplaintsPod. I have an Instagram page, at ComplaintsPod. You should check them both out. The Twitter page is, is better, I think. I provide way more content, uh, entertaining content on Twitter than I can on Instagram. I'm not savvy enough for Instagram yet. I, I would like to improve, but, you know, I'm lazy. Uh, I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. Um, I have a YouTube page, but I don't really do anything with it. And I have a, a website, complaintsandobservations.com. There is a blog up there. You should check it out. My writing is just as bad as my show. So check it out. Um, <clears throat> and as I said, we are on the road to 100. Hashtag road to 100. As uh, we are just a handful of weeks away from the 100th episode of this god-awful, stupid idea of mine. And we'll be celebrating with something. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't figure out the live call thing. I don't think it's going to work, Dave. Sorry. But um, that's it. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program. It really does mean a lot to me. I, I thank you. And uh, please tell your friends. Tell your moms. Tell anyone, tell your fucking mailman. If you see him, if he's dropping mail in your box, hey, uh, check out Complaints and Observations. It's a podcast. You'll love it. Thanks for the bills. Tell anybody, you're a butcher. I'm going to try to think of all like the old professions. <laughs> tell your butcher. Tell your milkman. Tell your <laughs> fuller brushman. Tell your banker. Tell your... Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where I lost it. Tell your mechanic. Oh, there you go. I don't know. Boy, that went off the rails quick, huh? Jesus. Um, kept it under an hour today. 
No, not really. Anyways, that's it. Listen, uh, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Ta-ta. Godspeed. Ta-ta. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I am without speech. I am speechless. <laughs>